Hello, beloved brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to the Daily Speech with God's Devotion Podcast. My name is Victoria Iyak, and I'm your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And without further delay, let us start with prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for today. Thank you, Father, for about things to study your word right now. We pray that your Holy Spirit may direct this whole session, that what he, that what we listen to right now may be what he said, what he spoke, and that Oh Lord, we, li- we stand under your teaching, Holy Spirit, we surrender entirely to you. Teach us, Holy Spirit, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Okay, the title of today's teaching is The Way to Jesus. The Way to Jesus. We are going to read from the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 13 to verse 27 and Matthew chapter 11 from verse 25 to verse 13. So let's start with Matthew chapter 7 from verse 13 to verse 27. 13 to 27 we are reading from the New King James Version. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. The men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whosoever hears these things of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sun. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Now we are going to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11 and we will read from verse 25 to verse 30. Matthew chapter 11 from 25 to 30. At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank you Father Lord of heaven and earth that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father and no one knows the Son except the Father nor does anyone know the Father except the Son and the one to whom the Son will reveal wills to reveal him. Come to me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A key verse for today is Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Come to me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The title of this teaching is The Way to Jesus. The Way to Jesus. In God's world, there's always more to follow, always more to know. Some people believe that because they've read the whole Bible once or twice or thrice, 
because they've gone to church all their lives, because they are part of a group in church, because they're pastor, or because they have like a high uh, status in church. They know everything that there is to be known about God. As such, when they, when for example, they hear a Bible text which they had already had before they do not focus on it to learn something new because they're like I know everything about it I know the interpretation at times even I've shared things online like on scriptures you know and just because there is an other meaning behind the scripture doesn't mean that it discards the previous meaning that you already knew you know uh so long as it's consistent with the context and the bible in general you know, God can, through the same verse, show something to you and show something different to someone else, but they two complete each other. There are people who, there's, in fact, one person in particular that I'm thinking of right now, who would criticize me for a scripture, which means what the scripture means, but because this person had, like, it was preached to him in another, in another, like, another viewpoint, you know, and I did not discard his viewpoint, of course, I said, what we say is kind of the same thing, and it just completes each other. He was like, no, what I'm teaching is wrong, it's wrong doctrine, while all what I was saying was consistent with the word of God and consistent with the scripture. So some people are like so closed that when you, they've already read a scripture one way, and they read, for example, in a devotional, or it was taught to them in church, this specific thing, they don't want, they don't want to understand anything further to that verse. They're like, this is what the verse means, and nothing else, nothing more. They do not want to add to it. They do not want to know it further. They do not want to know it deeper. They are like, they know everything about God. They know everything about Jesus. They know everything that is to be known on that verse. And they do not, some people never get past their first revelation of God. So they stop like where they are and they do not want more. They believe they know everything. And one thing that I've been learning is that the more I learn about God, the more I figure out that I did not even know so much that I thought I knew about him. You know, the more you learn about him, the more you find out that all you thought you knew about him was really like very little compared to all what he is, how big he is, how many things there are about him. Like, for example, you think, let's say, let's give it, let's give a scale. For example, you thought that God was generous, but on a scale of one to ten, you, you knew that, okay, God is generous at ten. And then you read his word. You understand his word, the Holy Spirit reveals things to you, you experience things in your life and you realize, whoa, 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 God is not generous at 10, he's generous at 100. And then later on, some point in your life, you, you realize, no, he's not generous at 100, he's generous at 500, you know. So like the more you get to know him, the more you realize that what you knew before, it's even little compared to all who he is and how he is and how great and how kind and how merciful and how powerful. So it makes me think of this song where it says in part of the song, you keep on getting better. It's not that he's getting better. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. But your understanding of him was small. But the more you understand him, the more you get to know him, the more you know like these traits of character in him and the better you understand him. And to him, he to you, he gets bigger. But it's not that he gets bigger he's the same yesterday today and forever it's just that your understanding of him was small so in god's word there's always more to follow always more to know always more to learn and we have to be like little children who are ready to learn who are curious about him who want to find out more about him who want to apply the word of god to our lives so that we grow and grow and grow we should not get static in our relationship with god because of some christians let's take for example just the baptism of the holy spirit there's some christians who are like in the church, they were thought that it does not exist. Or they were, church, they were thought that it's just that they put some oil on you and it's done, you baptize with the Holy Spirit. Then they hear about people who have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, who 
speak in tongues, who lay hands on the sick, who cast out devils, and they say it's witchcraft. I have people say that. They call that witchcraft. While it's in the Bible, the things that Jesus did, the same works, they see other Christians doing the same works, but they call it witchcraft. So we have to learn to get past our first revelation of God, so long as what he's teaching us, and how do we know that he's the one teaching us? Because he's consistent with his word, with what he's already said in his word. Then you know that he's teaching you. So instead of rejecting the teaching, you have to accept it. It's not because you were wrong before that you have to be proud and decide that I'm not going to like grow in my relationship with God and I'm, I'm going to remain static. No, you, you have the right to learn. You are called to learn and to grow in Christ. So just to say that, like, let us always be open like a child, open to learn more about God, open to to spend more time with God, open to know more about God, open to growing in Him. Let's not be so proud that we think that we know everything and that nobody has nothing to teach to us. We, if we want to grow in Him, we always have to be ready and willing. Even if it's the 900th time that you read the same verse, the same verse, God can reveal something deeper to you in another circumstance of your life that you have never imagined so we shouldn't get bored of reading the word of God or bored of worshiping or bored of praying. You know, we always have more to learn about God. I hope this helps someone. And the next thing I will say today is by faith, there's always a way, even where there seems to be no way. Yesterday, we talked about the story of the paralytic man. We talked about the fact that his friends clearly saw that the room, the, the, the room where they wanted to bring him to Jesus was full. There was no space. But they made sure that they opened a way through the roof to get a friend down. Uh, that's in Mark chapter 2. They made sure that they brought their friend to Jesus. And this is an interesting thing because I see that here I really see that there's resilience. There is the choice of not giving up even where there seems to be no way. Deciding that no God can make a way even where there seems to be no way. By faith, it's by faith that they decided to go with that move, you know. So by faith, there is always a way, even where there seems to be no way. By faith, there is always a way, even where there seems to be no way. There was no room, not even near the door, but those men decided to go up on the roof and to, to, to take their friend down the roof to Jesus. Many people would have, like, unbelieving people would have given up. Unbelieving people would have been like, oh, it's complicated, so there's no way. Unbelieving people would have just stopped there and said, okay, there's no way, he's going to be like that all his life. No. There's always a way in Christ Jesus. If we stand in faith, if we stand in faith in Him, if we believe Him, the one who makes miracles, the one who, who performs miracles, the one who changes situations, the one who makes a way where there seems to be no way, we will, we will step out in faith. We will bring our loved ones to Jesus. We will lay our hands on the sick. We will cast out devils. We will continue. We will persevere in prayer, even when it seems when all hope seems lost. We will bring them to Jesus. And the way to Jesus is faith. It's by faith. Because but without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we have to live by faith and to not fear of looking ridiculous. Because at that moment, anybody could have mocked at them and like, what are you doing exactly? But we do not have to be afraid to look ridiculous when we're standing in faith. We have to stand in faith. So, so I will end with this quote by Smith Wigglesworth with today's quote. God can perfect the imperfect by his own loving touch. God can perfect the imperfect by his own loving touch. Let us pray. Father, Lord God, my spirit, thank you because you said in your word that the just shall live by faith. We choose to live by faith. We choose to 
Lord, we pray for everybody who's had God called. When it comes to the Bible, anyone who got bored with worship, anyone who got bored with prayer, anyone who got bored with listening to the Word of God, listening to teachings from the Lord, we pray, Lord, for uh, the fire to be ignited back in them. In the sense, in the sense of, we pray that the gift of the Holy Spirit may be stirred up again in them. We pray that their desire to listen to the world will increase again, that the desire to worship God will increase again, that the desire to read the Bible will increase again, that the desire to have a fresh understanding of the world and to get to know God more will increase, so that as they know the Lord better, as they know you better, their faith also increases and they step out more. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us today and for listening from start to finish. Thank you for listening from the beginning to the end of this podcast episode. We, you know, we have one new podcast episode every single day by the grace of the Lord. So make sure to subscribe and tune in tomorrow by God's grace to listen to the next podcast episode. If you have prayer requests or questions or anything you need to discuss concerning the Bible or this podcast episode, or any other podcast episode, or the Smith Figures World Devotional in general, or the Bible in general, or any sin uh, which you are addicted to, for which you need deliverance, or healing, if you need prayer for sickness and disease, if you need healing, even in terms of your finances, if you need prayer, you can always contact me on Instagram, Dr. Victoria Eok. You can contact me on Instagram with your prayer requests, with your questions, with your, like, anything that you need, which is concerning the Bible, by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, we're going to solve it. So, I'm expecting to hear from you soon. And God bless you.